Welcome to the Joe and Joe Show. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Joe. Welcome to the Joe and Joe Show. Well, another week, another podcast. How's it going, Joe? It's not bad, Joe. It's uh, it's it's far from bad. I'm excited. It's about that time, my friend. Yep, yep. Uh, about what time? Fantasy sports time, man. Oh yeah, fantasy, fantasy sports time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's fantasy sports time, man. So of course I'm freaking excited. Like this is my whole life. This is all I care about. Is it is it is now time to draft my players and get ready for the fantasy sports. Awesome. I had a I had a kind of a difficult time getting everybody set up, but I, I think that I am uh I'm good to go. You're ready? Did you do an auto draft or did you are you are you hand selecting your picks? Um I uh I, I hand selected it with a uh with a kind of a random generator thing. Yeah. Select with a random generator. Why don't you just do the auto draft? You could set the the draft modulator to, to automatically pick. You know, you can set up you know like like your first, second, third types of choice mm-hmm. based on position for each of each you know side offense and defense. And I mean that makes a lot more sense than going through and putting it in by hand with a random generator. I don't know. Like what? What? Where did you find the generator? What site? Where did you find that? Uh, it was just. Uh, it was. It was just a. Bit, I found it on a wiki somewhere, but um, but yeah, I mean, I I wanted to do the 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 hand pick with the random generator because I like I, I you know there's so many there's so many characters uh, to choose from, but I like I like putting them in the slots that I need them. So like you know if somebody's uh, in, in the back, you know that I can I can put them there. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess that makes some sense. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I tend to want full control over my league, and so I, you know, I want to, you know, I've been studying these, you know, every single year. I'm such a stat hound. I can't help it. I just, I read, I understand, I know, I study, I learn, and I have all of my picks uh, written down here. Um, okay. And I cannot wait because I think the draft starts here in just a few minutes. Um, what is your like? Did you? What's your team name? Uh, my team name. Um, I just went very simple. I went with tactics. Team tactics. Yep. TT. Okay. Well, the TTs. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm Peacock's Slayers. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and like, did you buy into the pot? Or are you doing the just for fun? Uh, buy into the pot. I, I um. You know. Um. No, no, I'm just doing this for fun. You should really put up or shut up, man. Honestly, because you know when you when you play with that little asterisk next to your name, everybody knows you're not in it to win it. And you're you're really kind of eating up, you know, some of the primary real estate in the in the players and your picks for no actual gain without any stake. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's not too late to to flip that, right? No. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's it's only you know a thousand uh, quality notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of Notes. That's cool. I could go for that. You're actually putting in. You're gonna you're gonna play it the way it's meant to be played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it the way it's meant to be played. That'll that'll be good. Um, that is fantastic, man. I think you're going first actually because um, you won the random uh, 
draw, you're first in the draft. <laughs> Do you know who you're going to pick? Uh, my first, my first picks, uh, Don, um, you know, he, Don? he doesn't, he doesn't really, he kind of doesn't really strike you as like a Godfather type of guy, but he loves cigars and he loves, you know, like he, he asks all these weird questions and stuff. So that's pretty cool. So I think, I think my first picks right. going to be Don. You're picking. You're gonna spend your first round draft pick on someone who likes cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty cool, dude. Well, you, you, yeah, you like cigars everyone, too. So, yeah, I do. But <laughs> I, I guess everyone has their system. I don't know. Like, um, so my first, my first draft pick is gonna be uh, Romo because you know he's, uh, you know, he stands up after falling down and he falls down a lot. So, hmm, okay, who's gonna pick? Uh, next pick is going to be uh, Denzel. Um, really, just because of his background. I mean, he he had a really rough life. Um, you know, his parents were killed when he was really young. So what? Yeah. It, it, huh. Okay. Well, I, um, cool. Who else do you have on that list there, Joe? Well, um, let's see. Uh, Cisnai is next. Um, I was trying to decide between uh, Cloud or Sid next. I think I'd put Sid and then Cloud. I'd probably put a um, Chocobo handler in the back there, too. Um, Chocobo, hold on. Are you... Joe, this is not final fantasy sports. This is this is just fantasy sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantasy sports. These are all sports people. These are all sports people. These are characters from the game from the 2000s called Final Fantasy. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. Uh, here's the thing. You, you got me. I, I don't really know anything about this fantasy sports stuff. Um, so I was just kind of trying to wing it here. Wait, so you're... Wait, when I asked you if you wanted to sign up, you were all about it. You were super excited. Yeah, I was... You know, I, I was super excited. I, I figured I could make it work, um, and I, I got a little embarrassed. So I, um, when I get embarrassed, you know, I like to play um, uh, tactical, strategic games, and so I popped in uh, my Twitch main cast of uh, of tactics and uh, came up with this really great team. I think if you gave it a chance, I mean, I know it's not maybe not sports related, but we could we could import not the characters. That- Look, I'm not being confrontational here. Um, these characters don't actually exist in the draft system for what we are are doing, so I don't know that that effort's going to amount to much, Joe. And frankly, you know you don't have to fake it, right? I mean, you know, if, we, if you wanted to just, you know, explore fantasy sports and find out what's going on with, with the system, you could just ask man you could just come out and say hey i don't know what this is but it sounds kind of cool or hey it doesn't even sound cool but maybe i want to learn a little bit about it and just just ask okay well first off before we get into that uh, i think cloud could really like shoot the ball very far but while while we're on this subject and just because this is something new to be in maybe some of our listeners don't really know about fantasy sports either um Joe, why don't you just give us the the lay of the land and 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 we'll explore this fantasy sports uh, wonderland. Well, I, it's not it's not difficult to be honest with you. It can get very complex, but the basics are that as a fan, you would 
explore the rosters of various teams for players in various positions in, in, in the sport. And then you would build what you consider to be your ultimate team. Um, for each position, you pick a player. Mm-hmm. And provided that they're still available during the draft, which is the selection process, you would pick that player. And then throughout the season, you have your team, which in your case you've called the tactics, which is uh, its own little pun, and that's great. Um, I don't know that you meant to make it, which means it's even funnier. But you play your team, and as things go forward, you know you watch the real-life games that go on um, in these athletic endeavors. And if someone gets injured, say, then in your fantasy league, that player would be injured. And you would have to manage them. You would have to take them off the roster and replace them with someone. If that player's doing not too awful well, you might want to substitute them in with someone else. And, you know, the, the goal is that, like, let's say across all the teams in the league, um, the various players in each position, you want to put the best performers from each individual team in those positions to collect stats, right, and status. And, the combined stats of each individual player plus the defensive side ends up becoming your score every week. And, you know, of course, the person with highest score every week wins. So you mentioned, I'll just take this step by step. You mentioned seasons. So this happens like for winter and then for spring and then summer. So. No, 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 no. And I understand the confusion. If you're not a big sports fan, maybe uh, it could be a little confusing. But no, a season is, is a year. You know, it's, it's a, you know, it starts in, at this time, it ends at this time, and each year is considered a season. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that I've never told any before anybody before. I've um, I've gone through life with this kind of little embarrassing secret. Um, I don't know sports. I don't understand sports. I've always just kind of pretended that I understood sports. Um, mm-hmm. So I. Um, I still don't understand why Cloud couldn't shoot the ball. So, so that's well, it's that's that because Cloud is not a actual player in the league in which we're drafting, and it's natural, of course, to 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 you know, embarrassment is one of those things that nobody really feels comfortable with. And when you're with a crowd of people, especially people you like or you consider friends or your peer group, um, it's only natural to kind of go with the flow. You know, you don't want to appear stupid. Um, but worse, you know, you don't want to appear like you're outside the bounds of their interests. You want to have similar interests. You want to have relational points with the people that you commune with, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's completely understandable that you might, you know, fake it till you make it, right? It might, it, it's, it's definitely, you know, it could fall into the bounds of a lie. But in this particular circumstance, I think if you, if you look at ego manifestation as a measure of defense, it makes perfect sense psychologically that you might, you know, position yourself as someone who's interested in something that may not be interesting to you to preserve the um, social dogma, you know, of, of your peer group. Makes makes perfect sense, man. And in that regard, like, I totally understand it. And that's, you know, of all the things in the world to be upset about, fantasy sports is not going to be, you know, the thing that, that trips my trigger. And especially since you were attempting to relate to me. Uh, on this point, of course, I understand it. It's it's okay. Yeah, and that's you know you bring up a very interesting point because why? I, I, and and we'll just we'll just run with this. Why 
why do we always tend or why do we mostly tend to lead with our ego? I wonder, I mean, you know, for me, it was kind of this embarrassing thing. So my ego tells me, my ego tells my id, you, you know, do not, uh, don't, don't position yourself as an outsider here. Make yourself one of them and, and you can go along and, and you'll be safe. But on the opposite side of that, I'm really doing the reverse. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making myself more vulnerable by putting myself in a situation that I don't understand and trying to pretend. Very interesting how the ego and the id work together like that or, or actually don't work together like that. Well, I mean, it's very simple, actually, because, I mean, if you look at the three components of the, of the psyche, the ego, the superego, and the id, the id is actually the primal manifestation, right? It's the driver. It's the, the undercurrent, underlying, you know, basis of, on which we act. Yeah. Um, our id drives are, you know, outside of the, the, the primary needs of shelter, water, air, food, um, outside of base survival. And you, when you look at it from a contextual standpoint... Our id is the first layer through which we contextualize reality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when the id contextualizes reality, it, it can only you know surface what has been experienced from. Oh my god! Know, what is he talking about? Take in. So it's also driven by the social climate of the time. Is he still right? talking? Our social climate. You know, we have a, a you know no great wars. We have no you know no great wars. What is this motherfucker talking about? It's a fucking so idiot. That drive inside of us in order to, you know, satisfy that primal, basic psychological urge to survive. Satisfy this primal urge to choke the shit out of him. Culture. So the ego sits alongside um, the id there. Oh. And what it does is it kind of vocalizes in whatever language you understand. You vocalize shit all the fucking time. My in God. Your own head sound like your voice. They sound like you. Yeah, yeah. These, these, these things that when your ego is beginning to take ownership of your experience, when it starts to control you, when it starts to tell you what to do, it sounds just like your own voice, your own thoughts, your own head. It My ego is telling me to beat the shit out of him, man. Holy crap. You know, one of the more Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Is actually a piece of your psyche. It's not you. It's the part of you that has one job and one job only, and that is to preserve you from pain. Yeah. And what what's really interesting about pain, and when I say pain, of course, we can't even get a word in edgewise, man. Bleed, it hurts. Um, someone says mean things about you. I'm hungry. I'm stuck doing this podcast, and I'm hungry. But there's a deeper driver that comes from a superego. Did I even did I even eat breakfast this morning? Yeah, I ate breakfast. I didn't eat lunch. No, lunch was busy. So, in in this case of yeah, I'm really hungry. You're comfortable with me. You're comfortable with comfortable you. And when shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Other people say yes, fantasy sports. They that is what we will do. We will all do these things. Psychological. Rather play tactics. Runs a a script. For lack of a better term, that, that begins. He's just saying shit. He's just saying fucking words. It doesn't even make sense. Being outside, what the hell is he talking about? He's a fucking idiot. It may result in being left behind. It may result in looking. Take a breath, you shithead. Lesser than, right? Right. And your ego's immediate reaction is to preserve you from the consequences. I'm going to go pee. That you won't even know I'm gone. I'm going to go pee. And what it might do is manifest itself in a way like it did with you in this particular situation of 
maybe lying and saying, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I will do the fantasy sports because your primal driver in this particular situation <laughs> is to I not. I just peed and he's still talking. Group is to not look silly or stupid, is to not be without friends. You don't want to be alone. Yeah, it's almost like um, it's it's almost like an allergy type situation where you know your your body starts fighting itself because really it just gets bored, and so you know you, you develop these allergies. But this is more of a mental sort of kind of a surreal sort of state that, uh, that your brain starts to try to find things that you know to sort of conquest. And I think that's maybe I went through maybe some why we really difficult times in my life. And while you, you never did, he just cut me off. Never. He's fucking cut me off. It will show up for the rest of your whole life. And the fucking trick is prick. to know when it's beginning to manifest itself and attempt to have that conversation where you say, Conversation. I know what you are. Yeah. I, know that this I hear you, you fucking shit. Simply a type of defense mechanism oh my God. that is manifesting itself. When you can do that, you can begin to limit those reaction moments against your perceived enemy, who, if you take it far enough, can become your real enemy. And that, of course, is a manifestation of ego, right? I had to, you know, going through the... It's official. He is putting words together, and he's not even thinking about what he's saying. He's just putting words together. For a whole experience here in reality and life, when you achieve that awareness that that you are not, I might as well just be listening to music or something, man. Deeper than that, mm-hmm. and the voice in your head is simply yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Retain, yeah, retain, retain. You begin to limit reaction. You begin to live a more aware life. You, you're more thoughtful. You're more uh, present. Oh, you shut up. People become less combative, and you're immediate reactions that someone else's differing political opinion or religious opinion or, or even team opinion or even your interest in sports is superficial. It doesn't really matter. It's simply... Your opinion doesn't matter, Joe. Your opinion doesn't matter. Constructs that we, we find ourselves trapped in and we react to. <laughs> trapped. I'm trapped in this conversation is what I'm trapped in. But react. It's just the way it is. But that small measure of yeah, react. simple awareness that you if are I could talk I'd react defense mechanisms that present themselves that cause you to react are simply hiding from pain you, you begin to take a stronger hold and when that happens you find that your your awareness is just so much more enriched right right yeah yeah that, that'll make sense um, we are all you know we're, we're all coming from the same place really in the in the sense that we're we're, we're the same. We have different interests. We have different ideas. We have different thoughts. But if we, if we got back to that initial root and, and really studied that and understand where we're, where we're all coming from, I mean, we could, we could really do a lot to change this world. And we could really impact the, the world. Yeah. Well, with the socio, socioeconomic disparity, I think a lot of it manifests itself. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Of, you know, modern <laughs> this guy is ridiculous. He just, he just talks, talks, and talks, and talks, and talks. Right. And talks, and talks. comes down to, you know, there's a base level at which <sighs> you aren't accepted at your strata of social strata? Uh, groups. And, you know, that might manifest itself in the style of clothing you wear, or the type of car you drive, or the shoes that you have. And meanwhile, in other countries, or even other parts of your own city, there are people who are struggling to eat. There are people who are struggling to 
to just survive. I'm struggling to survive with this conversation. Oh, have you ever been in a situation where you just can't get out of it? I just want to get out of this conversation. This podcast is horrible and boring. Okay, we have this situation. Should I use my Hyperion device? Where you can't be much of anything unless you have this car. He doesn't even know about Hyperion device. A boat. I don't know. Um, various types of jewelry and you know you're, you're drinking the right alcoholic beverage at the right time it's and those are all I have been drinking a lot lately by companies that profit directly. yeah I should probably chill out on that past couple um, nights what is negging, right they insert negging of like oh man nice shirt uh, it'd be better if you know like like you know it looks good on you though ha 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 and then, of course, the self-doubt and the vulnerability oh. fire up. And you begin to feel the pain of, wait, hold on, do I not fit in? Am I ugly? Am I not wearing the right clothes? Did you call me ugly? You know, am, am I not fucking asshole, you just called me ugly. You're what a right. fucking dick. You know, these high Piece of shit. Not ugly. I mean, I'm not handsome, but I'm not ugly. I'm attractive. People think that I look good. I keep up with trends and styles. Anyone who isn't part of that little fucking that has been created in your particular. I can't believe he had the gall to call me ugly. That's just the worst. This is the absolute worst. Those who have less than you, well, they didn't try hard enough. Shit. I gotta pee again. <laughs> I'm just gonna go away. They're takers. You know, they're they're not they're not to your level, and that external validation really starts to manifest itself in, in a resentment of of anyone who has a difference from you, whether it be your race or gender, social standing, economic standing, the language you speak, the food you eat. And these perceived enemies begin becoming real enemies as you treat them lesser than, as you treat them as not one of you, as you are hostile in a gambit to further your own social status, your own standing, your own you know, maintaining that rung of the ladder that you are on while you're reaching for the one above you, stepping on the heads of the ones below. That Man, that was a really good pee. Thing to do. And as you begin to I really need to lay off the sodas, I think. This guy's still talking. I've left twice, and he doesn't even realize that I am, uh, I've been gone. Part of keeping you from feeling the pain of withdrawal or, or loss or, or, you know, I could definitely lose this conversation, that's for sure. See that it's all a farce, a myth. Hmm. You don't need these things. You don't you don't even really want these things. It's on TV. Work jobs you you don't really even like. You know, to, in order to afford the things you don't even really need. Right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Well that's cool. Well, um with all of that being said What's really interesting about Oh round three, motherfucker. And understand the basis for most organized religions. I mean, Christianity <laughs> being the most organized religion. Where is he going with us? Understand that the ego has. I'm really curious to see where he's going with us. Of an eternal enemy, a, a Satan, a devil, um, a malevolent force that that is outside of the bounds of us. Did he go to seminary? Two aspects of that really become apparent when you when you begin analyzing the deep core psyche, and you you start looking at the ego as the root of all of the suffering, you start to understand that, A, 
the devil or Satan or, you know, uh, Beelzebub, whatever, you know, evil, malevolent spirit. has no idea what he's talking about. invented to externalize the bad things that we did, think, feel, and do. He didn't even finish college. The devil. We say the devil made me do it. Yeah. Or that there's this I remember the college years. Of that was crazy. Made these things happen so that we don't have to take ownership. I got into some really crazy stuff. Deeply in our own mind. We oh, man, you know what? I remember... Whenever I got into astral projection that time, ooh, that was crazy. By the way, it's just simply them giving permission for you to forgive yourself, right? And then the other side of it is that by externalizing the evil, I think he was drunk when I did that. Was I drunk? You now combat that No, I wasn't drunk, but there was uh, stuff there. I guess that helped. It was really a lot of fun, but I would do it again. Yeah, it was cool at first. I saw my body on the ground and started flying higher and higher, and it was really cool. But oh my goodness, no! When I started seeing those weird faces crawling out of the smoke, the faces were sliding off. I choose to give an offering. I choose to donate to a food. I definitely earned my bovatrol that night. Oh man! I had no control. That wasn't me. That was. That was the you have no control. Yeah. External force, right? And so now we can have a construct that says we are good people. We are in ourselves whole. Oh my God. I'm not going to say any more. Shut up. As soon as he gets done talking, I'm just going to bum rush the conversation. I'm just going to get done with the conversation and be done with it because we have to end this podcast. I cannot listen to him anymore. I will bash my head against this freaking wall. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. That without darkness, there can be no light and vice versa, right? Well, cool, man. With all, with all that being said, I think I actually really want to try to give this a fair shake and, um, and, 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 and try this out. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can get into sports. Maybe I can get into uh, fantasy sports and, and do it legit. And, and who knows? Maybe even make some money on the side. Yeah, man. And you know what? I'm here. You know, like we can do this together. I can help you out. No big deal, dude. Like it's exciting that you're even going to explore this. You know, like if you don't dig sports, totally fine. But I will say fantasy sports is just it's a lot of fun. You know, it's just when you really get down to it, it's just, you know, having a good time, looking at an endeavor, kind of seeing how you would fare if you were in control. You know, who who are you going to pick first? Uh, Marlo Connor. Motherfucker, that's my pick. (laughs) 